spirits right now in the name of Jesus. Familiar spirits that come to keep you entangled. God, entangle your feet from moving forward. See, they want you to stand still or they want you to go backwards. Just walk backwards. Because that's what they want you to do. And I want you to think about this movement. Every time you get entangled with them, you're going backwards. Walk backwards. This is what happens every time you get entangled. But by you going backwards, it's pulling you further away from God. It's pulling you further away from God. So I need you to walk forward. 
all through your teenage years, I kept you. Yes. Even when you had your baby, I kept you. Yes. Even when you didn't have a place to stay, I kept you. Yes. Even when I know <laughs> that your worship wasn't pure before me, I kept you. I kept you because I knew this day was coming. I knew this day was coming. And all I needed you to do was just grab a glimpse of my promises for you. And now you're living my promises. You're living what I told you. But there's more, sister. There's more that I have for you. There's more, there's more, there's more. There's more consecration. There's more separation. You want to go higher at me? Submit, pick up your cross and don't drop it. Oh, the cross of shame, the cross of embarrassment, the cross of ridicule, the cross of betrayal. That's what my cross represents. That's what my cross represents. In everything that I reveal to you that you have you have not even known of, nail it to your cross. Nail it to your cross. Nail it to your cross. For the places I'm taking you to. You're like, I didn't ask for this. I didn't want to, I don't want all this. Uh, but it's not your choice. It's not your choice. I'm answering your prayers. You said you want all of me. Well, it's a day for you to have all of me. There's some places I need you to go. Huh? There's some women I need you to set free. There's some people I need you to snatch out of hell. Huh? Your testimony, do not be afraid. Huh? Do not be afraid to share your testimony. Do not be afraid of your testimony because people are waiting. Huh? I brought you out to share it. Huh? They were just listening to my timing, says God. Just listen to my timing, says God. Huh? Don't worry about the kickback huh? because I, I got them in the day of judgment. Huh? Don't worry about the kickbacks because I got them in the day of judgment. Huh? You do what I say to them. You go where I tell you to go. In the name of Jesus, your husband is here with you. Your daughter is here with you. The renovators are here with you. Who else do you need? Who else do you need? I surrounded you, Prophet Sherry, and other people. In the name of Jesus, God says arise. God says arise. Arise, arise, arise. I didn't keep you just so you can pick and choose what you want to do. I didn't keep you just so you can pick and choose what you want to do. God said, release it to me now. Release everything to me now. Everything that you are. Everything that I created you to be. In the name of Jesus. Supernatural miracles will flow out of your hands. Supernatural miracles will flow out of your hands, says God. Supernatural. Supernatural. In the name of Jesus. Stay humble, says God. For what I'm going to do with you is going to put a great demand on your name. Ah, but listen to wisdom. But listen to wisdom. I was arresting your heart. I was arresting your heart. 
arresting you to come back to me. To come to me, says Lord. Oh, yes, 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 yes.
He said anointed and lovers of me. Hallelujah. Y'all really should be clapping for that one. He says, I'm expanding the spiritual maturity of kingdom renovators. I'm expanding the spiritual maturity of kingdom renovators. Expansion is your promise, says the Lord. Amen. When I was praying for you, ministering to you, I saw this whole wall knocked out. I saw this whole wall knocked out. So we're gonna have to move. We're gonna have to move. You saw that, baby? The whole wall has to be moved. Renovators. Don't fight the stretching and the pulling. Don't fight the stretching and the pulling. You know we push you. And we know we stretch you. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. For this is the purpose of this ministry, says God. This is the purpose of this ministry. To stretch and to pull. Why? Because you have to go forth. You got to go forth. You got to go out. So don't despise it. Don't despise it. Don't despise. Don't despise the oil that's in this house. And I'm not bragging. And if it's my flesh, Lord, you check me. But the oil that's in this house, you cannot find in physical churches. The oil that's in this house. Matter of fact, let me tell you this. Pastor Tori, no. Pastor Tammy, no. The oil that's in this house, if you walk upright, is transferable. They didn't get that. Amen. Let me help you explain. We went to visit Sister Sharon. Yes, and in unison, we're sitting there and we said, the peace that's in this house. The oil, we almost, we almost went to sleep. The peace and the oil Amen. has transferred in her house. Amen. And her family is changing.
when we started, we was dead. We were dry. It's like, why am I here? And Sunday, I just came here and had to take a stirring. Had to take a stirring. And the guy used Pastor Tandy to say, think back to that one thing. <laughs> think back to that one thing. And when you're honest with yourself and you think back to that one thing, knowing that you probably had 10 things that you could choose from, but then you can start giving God praise. You can start giving God worship. Hallelujah. And then there, you can start feeling the oil start to pour out on the people of God. Pastor Tori was right on it. Our minds weren't focused. When we come here, we got to be focused. So then that question is, where was your mind at yesterday? Where was your mind at on Friday? Where was your mind at on Thursday? Where was your mind at on Wednesday, Tuesday? When you can come up in here and we have to pull? should never be that way. If we say God is a great God and God is a good God, we shouldn't even have to say when to start. It should be started as soon as you walk in the door. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. We'll be glad to see the saints. Hallelujah. We can't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. We won't allow you to get comfortable. Don't get comfortable.
there are many promises that are given to us. Many promises that we don't even know about, but when we are obedient to God. We are obedient to God. And we, we allow God to use us in a certain vein. There are certain blessings that we don't even know we receive because we have submitted that to him. I'm a woman. I don't know what it takes to have a fatherly spirit, but I know what it is to mother me. It requires you to have compassion. It requires you to have love even when you see they're wrong. You don't care about that. Hallelujah, God. Keep that going, baby. Hallelujah. This is going to be quick. Say about it in me. Thank you, Jesus. I am well pleased. 
stay abiding in it. Stay submitted to me. Because for your gift, son, you have not seen anything yet. For your gift, for what's on your life, it is only the peak. Because now you're in perfect position for my kingdom to truly get the glory. Keep running, keep running, keep running. You are a trailblazer for my kingdom. You are a trailblazer for my kingdom. And just as your posture is, with your arms wide open, for my kingdom to me and me alone. You hold the nations on you. It is heavy. It is hot up under there. And you know what? And some of it smells. you know me. There is a taste. There is a taste of me and my spirit that you have not tasted yet. And I desire to give it to you, says the Lord. I desire to give it to you. I desire for you to taste it. I desire it. Because I'm well pleased with your heart. I am well pleased with your posture. spread to others. I want you to taste and see, not just for you, because you know that it's not just about you. Because as you taste and see it, you're going to try to help others to get that taste and to get what I am trying to give to you at this current moment. Once you taste and see it, just like you do now, but on another level. charge right now in the name of Jesus to keep this man accountable. To keep this man accountable for what God is saying. To where I can't even take the cloths off myself because it is that nation's responsibility. You personally have a responsibility. Imani has a responsibility. Pastor Tori has a responsibility. Toya has a responsibility. Sharon, all of you have a responsibility. Amen? Take your cloth off. Go and take your cross off of him. Holy Shiri, I bless God. 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 Hallelujah. Bless God. Hallelujah. Bless God. Hallelujah. Bless you, God. We bless you, God. Come on, hurry up. Bless God. Move. Hallelujah. 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 H
And that we're grateful. God, we're grateful that we're not just going through the motions and that this isn't a form of God. But God, when we gather together, God, we experience kingdom. We experience heaven today. God, so we take hold of everything that you've done so far and we say amen to it. We agree with that. We bless your holy name. And we just thank you, Father God, that you prepare our hearts right now for the word. Allow it to sharpen us. Allow it to strengthen us. And allow it, Lord God, to grow us and to increase us in stature, God, in integrity, God. To not just be hearers of your word, but to be doers of your word. But God, we want the word that comes forth to fall on good ground. Somebody say good ground. Good ground. God, we want it to fall on good ground. We want it to penetrate our heart, God, and transform our spirit and renew our mind. So we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. 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 Cash App is, you can do man to cash app, the dollar sign man talk, okay, because that's part of this ministry. Or you can do KEEM10319 at gmail.com. One more time for social media. All right. Man talk, but that's the dollar sign, man talk, all one word. Or the email, KEEM10319 at gmail.com. Amen. Glory be to God for what he's done. My God. Hallelujah. All right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a quick version. So y'all hold me. Five o'clock, I want to be done. Amen. We got stuff to do. Glory be to God. Okay, how many of you know what the kingdom of God is? Honestly, do you know what the kingdom of God is? What's the kingdom of God? One, one sentence. Okay. Next, what is it? Jesus through us, the Spirit of God through us in earth. Okay. Anyone else? Yes, ma'am. Heaven. Heaven. Pretty close. Anybody else? All right. The Lord. Anyone else? Yes. Heaven, like like how it is here, like how like heaven comes down. It's pretty. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> The reason why the Lord led me to talk about the kingdom of God because we're in that we're in that place where everybody's talking kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. But what is actually kingdom? And so if we're going to be kingdom renovators. I need the renovators to know what is the difference between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. Okay. So if you go, if you got your Bibles, you go to Romans, and I'm not going to read all the scriptures because of time. But for your homework, everybody say homework. Homework. This way you can hold me accountable. Romans 14, um, verses, verses 13 through 23. You need to read those. Okay? And so the verse that we're going to lift up is Romans 14 and 17. And before I leave, make sure I, I forgot Pastor Tori. I forgot to minister to Pastor Tori. So I want to make sure God showed me something while you was ministering to me. What do we got? Romans 14, 17, and it's amplified. It says, after all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and drink one likes, but instead it is righteousness, that state which makes a person acceptable to God, and heart or peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. 
Now, to, to give you a summary of this particular passage, it's pretty much almost Paul was kind of like, like the, um, diffusing formalism. Formalism, really those things that was happening in the Old Testament, those things that you can't eat this and can't eat that and all those other things. And what he was saying overall is that those things don't matter anymore. Hallelujah. That if you want to eat what you want to eat, if it doesn't offend your brother or sister, then it is what you, if you call something unclean, then it's unclean to you. It may not be unclean to me. So that was, that was where we were at. That's what he was talking about. It was formalism and being concerned. But then he puts this scripture in and um, I'm going to go back to 16. He says, do not therefore let what seem good to you be considered an evil thing by someone else. In other words, do not give occasion for others to criticize that which is justifiable for you. So if I'm in a place, or matter of fact, since I'm married, and my wife's like, you don't need to eat that, and that's not good for you, da-da-da-da-da, and it seems like it's really bothering her, then I should not eat it. Because if I do, that's really what he's saying in the scripture, is that I'm not showing love. Okay? I'm not showing love. Okay? But that's not the kingdom of God. So I'm going to go over the chart, and then that'll make this whole thing go by quick. So on the chart, it tells you what the kingdom of God is, is not, and then across from it, what it is. And then we're going to build on this because I got some more stuff <laughs> that we can go through. So the kingdom of God from this scripture, it is not meat or drink. Okay, it says, for the kingdom of God does not consist of eating and drinking. So anybody that's trying to have you conform to something, well, as, well, we don't, you know, we know the thing. We don't eat shrimp. We don't eat catfish. We don't eat what we call bottom feeders. We don't eat crabs. We don't eat none of that stuff. Because of what was said, I believe, in, in, in um, Leviticus, what it was talking about, about what we can't eat and all those other things. No, that does, no, that's not the kingdom of God. So if you choose not to eat those things, glory be to God for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I choose to eat those things, don't condemn me. <laughs> all right, but it's formalism. That's formalism. That's not the kingdom of God. So whether you eat it or you don't eat it, it brings no representation of what the kingdom of God is. So what is the kingdom of God? It is righteousness, which is godly conduct. It's peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so then I added verse 18. He says, but the right conduct, peace and joy through the Holy Spirit. And whoever, say whoever, whoever. in this way devotedly serves Christ, God takes what? Pleasure. He takes pleasure in you. He takes pleasure in you. And men will commend you. Men will commend you, men and women will commend you by you walking upright with God. By you, they're going to see the kingdom of God. Actually, the kingdom of God is all in here. Amen. I jumped ahead. But the kingdom of God is all in here. It's, he's present. His kingdom is present here. Okay, so it's devoted. All right, so we have to be devoted. So you just can't say, well, I'm not eating this, or I choose to eat this, but yet still... Not devote yourself to Christ. So, what about if you're not? What if you don't have peace and not joy? And what's the key thing is key, the key thing is that we have these things through who? Through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Not your peace, not your righteousness, not your joy. What you consider joy, but the kingdom of God is through the Holy Spirit. And through him, you will have righteousness, peace, joy. You will have those things. 
And people will commend you. People will honor your walk. People will admire your walk. People can give us hell on the job or wherever we at, but they're still watching you. Amen. 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 They're still watching you. That's and they don't understand that they're one. When, when you don't retaliate and you maintain your godly conduct, they're watching the kingdom of God operate. Amen. When you're smiling and they're and they're throwing shade at you. And they're trying to backbite and, they, and they're jockeying for positions, even in the church. People are jockeying about being armor bearers, who's closer to the pastor, and all this other stuff. Who's going to lead songs, and who's going to get close to the choir director, and all this other foolishness. That has no bearing that the kingdom of God exists in you. Because here's the evidence. All right, the kingdom of God is what? It's not what? It's not word. It's not word. It says, um, 1 Corinthians 4 and 20, and this is the Weymouth translation. If you want to know what that word is, it's a Bible... Um, it's a Bible translation of the New Testament. And of course, I love this because it said, For apostolic authority is not a thing of words, but of power. But of power. Amplified says, For the kingdom of God consists of and is based on not talk, but power, moral power and excellence of soul. Moral power, that means your morals are right. Your morals are upright. You're not shady. Your character is good. Your integrity is good. If you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Whatever your word speaks, you, you don't, you, they don't find you slipping. Okay, they don't find you lying. They don't tell you, you, you know, you ain't telling little white lies. You're not bragging about yourself. You're not exalting yourself. You're staying humble. That's what, that's power. Okay, power to remain. Glory be to God. But also the power is dunamis power. And dunamis means to have miraculous working power. Miraculous so that, um, I think I jumped ahead of power. I just switched over, didn't I? Yes, I did. So it's not mere words. Okay, so I don't care what preacher comes up. I don't care what prophet, what evangelist, whatever. And they can they can charismatically do this and do that and wild the crowd and everything else. But if there's no power, then the kingdom of God does not exist. The kingdom of God does not exist in them. Because power is dunamis and it represents miracles, signs, wonders, authority. Okay? So understand the difference between the two. So they can, they can, you know, a lot of people like to flock to see this person, that person, whatever. Look for the fruit. Uh -huh. Look for the fruit. That's what you want. Inspect fruit. Okay? We got to talk about them. Just inspect the fruit. No matter what title is in front of their name, all the titles have a function. Are they operating in the function of who they say they are? That's the fruit. Okay? So they go, in, they go in their power. So what Paul was saying is that prayerfully, he said in a couple of verses before that, he said prayerfully if the Lord's will, I'll come down there and I'm going to show them. Pretty much like, I'm going to show them. Because they, they were talking all puffed up and everything, but <laughs> Paul knew he had power from God. So we're going to see who's who. The kingdom of God. He said, when I come, the kingdom of God is coming with me. <laughs> and that's the confidence that we have to have. So the kingdom of God is what? It's not flesh and blood. Out of 1 Corinthians 15 and 50. He says, but this I tell you, brethren, our mortal bodies cannot inherit the kingdom of God. No flesh. Anything that can perish, anything that can die will not enter the kingdom of God. Okay? Will not enter into the kingdom of God. We can dress it up. We can lose weight. We can do whatever we want to do. But when this body, when this flesh dies, it dies. All right? 
And it says, Know where what is perishable, inherit what is imperishable. Nor will what is perishable inherit what is imperishable. So everything that perishes, anything that perishes, none of that, no flesh will be in heaven. None whatsoever. But what those that are what born of water and spirit. The kingdom of heaven is those that are born of water and spirit. Jesus answered out of John 3 and 5, he said, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, unless a man be born of water and even the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Then we go to Ezekiel 36, 20, 25 through 27. And then, and then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols. You not know when we was in the world, all we did was worship idols. Amen. And our biggest idol was ourselves. Because we did what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it. We thought we were big and bad, and nobody could tell us nothing else. Amen. We, were our, we were a God. Amen. We bragged as if we were a God. And we challenged people who came up on us and disrespected us, didn't we? Amen. Verse 26, and I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you, and I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Can we say that about our heart right now? Has God given us a new heart? Yes. A new spirit? Is there any stoniness in our heart? Ooh, be quiet now. Holy Spirit watching and listening. Any stones in our heart? Unforgiveness? Bitterness? Resentment? Anger? You shaking your head, sir? Mm. I'm shaking, yes. Yes, these things are in you? Okay. Thanks for being honest. Praise God. Praise God. What about stubborn hearts? Stubborn? You stubborn? Hard head? No. Y'all can't see them over here. But he'll remove those things and he'll give you what? He'll give you a tender heart. And he'll give you a heart that's re and he'll give you a, a, a responsive heart. Verse 27. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. So you won't get none of these things that God is willing to give to you until you're willing to surrender that old stony heart that you have. Amen. And whatever names that you can put on those stones, you need to lay it at the feet of God. You need to lay it at the feet of God. Take this and take that. Whatever it is. Because how in the world are you going to possess the things that God has for us in the new heart if you can't get rid of the stones. It's just like, praise God, I never experienced it, glory be to God, but those who have to pass kidney stones, those stones hurt when they're passing through. The stones that's in your heart to lay them down hurt. They hurt because you don't want to release them, but you know they have to pass through in order for you to have the fullness of God's heart so you can operate in the fullness of his power. So you can't, the kingdom of God will not operate in you if you still have stones in your heart. Amen. Mm -hmm. You're going to block the power that can flow where you can minister to the people of God. Mm -hmm. Because you still have some issues within your heart. So we need a new heart. Mm -hmm. Amen. So even in your prayer to Mary's Father, give me a new heart. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that people do things, even, and, and we have to stop putting an age and, and consider an age a responsibility. Or that they've come of age because they're certain, well, be, well they're, so, they're so many years old, they should know better. Well, if they did, then they would do better. 
Amen. Evidently they're not. Amen. So we can't put an age, because I've seen mature young people more mature than some grown folks. Amen. So it's not about age. Okay? But we have to do like Jesus did when he was on the cross. Father, forgive them. Why? Because they know not what they do. Amen. Okay? Jamaris? Yes, sir. All right. The last one. The kingdom of God is what? It's not of this world. It's not tangible. Okay? He said, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handled over to the Jewish leaders. My kingdom, but my kingdom is not of this world. So what he was saying is that the disciples and stuff, when he's telling them that he must die and be rose, you know, rose again from the dead and all this other stuff, but if his kingdom was here on earth, then they would be fighting for him not to go. Right. Why, why are you leaving? Your kingdom is here. No, it's not of here. It's an invisible kingdom. It's an invisible kingdom. But these are the attributes of that invisible kingdom. Okay? The last part, because I jumped ahead earlier, the kingdom of God is where? It is within you. You should be clapping your hands right there on that one. The kingdom of God is within you. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 17, 21. Know what people say, look here. It, and they say, look, here it is. Or see, it is there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you, in your hearts, and among you, surrounding you. Amen. So it's in you and it's around everybody that's in here because all of us are saved. Amen. Amen. Because the kingdom of God, if you... Operate under the is. Okay? That you're operating in righteousness, godly conduct, peace, joy, and in the Holy Spirit, which you have these things. Are you operating in power? Are you born of water and the spirit? How is your heart? Do you have some stones in your heart that you have to pass? The kingdom of God is within you. It is within you. And in the days that come, I'll talk about the kingdom of heaven, and I'll go deeper into this. But I want you to know and have these, amen, to understand the difference, what the kingdom is, is not and what it is. Glory be God. And watch out for formalism. Watch out for formalism. People are making up, making up their own things to say that, thank you, man. Making up their own things saying that this is God, this is the kingdom. No, I just showed you. And you can do further homework to find some more stuff out on it. But it will be continued as the Lord leads. I want to minister to Pastor Tori. Glory to God and speak this word to her. Amen. So meditate on that. Meditate on the kingdom of God. Know that it is within you. And I don't think that something is missing. Be honest with yourself. Well, Father, I need you to work on my heart. I need you to work on some. I got some stones. Glory be to God. Amen. Okay. You're not going to walk through this earth and not be offended. Somewhere, somehow, we don't. We try not to take offense, but somebody's going to do something wrong to us, something, and we don't want that feeling to, to, to manifest and stay enlarged in our soul. Okay? We want to have an excellent soul, a moral and excellent soul. That means my, my mind, my will, and emotions are free from any ungodliness, any, any impurity, um, anything from the old man. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. How did I forget you? <laughs> Glory be to God. I feel wrong for a short and they're like, can we get some music and everything back? Like, you need to fall throttle, Jesus. Look <laughs> back on what we had earlier. Uh, what yeah. Okay. Uh, <sighs> you already know what the Lord has done for you. <laughs> we hear it in your preaching. Mm -hmm. My God. I'm 
Lord has kept you. suicide even at that young age. Mm, mm, mm. That could have drove you nuts. And then being a young teenage mother, not once but twice. Mm. But God kept you. He kept you. Even when the voices were against you. Even when shame came upon your mother and your father. Look at their daughter. You know how they do with PKs, pastors, kids, and how everybody wants them to live in such a perfect and upright, uh, up, upright life. But you didn't ask for those things, Pastor Tori. No woman would have asked for the things that you endured. But God kept you and God covered you. Hallelujah. Not only has He kept you and covered you, but He also made you an author. Uh, and, he, and He brought you through to where you're not ashamed to tell your story. But what I want to say to you that as he's been keeping you, and as he's keeping you now, I saw elevation. I saw elevation. I need, I need Amani, and I need Tamaris. Let me jump come here. This is exactly what I saw. I need each of you to get on one side of her. One side. And I need you to, to pick her up. Elevation. Elevation. And he's elevating you. He's elevating you to the heavens, Pastor Tori. And he's going to show you things that you've never seen before. He's going to sharpen the seer eye in you. And he's going to give you greater discernment, Pastor Tori. In the name of you, he is elevating you. Remember, he's elevating you higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. He is elevating you. He is elevating you. Understand that you are not forgotten. <laughs> you are not forgotten. Glory to God. People have walked over you. People have bypassed you. But God is elevating you. And they're going to see you doing the elevation. They're going to see you when he takes you to the other places. Glory to God. And they were like, oh my gosh, she was right amongst us. She was, she was a gem and we looked over her. She just looked like a regular piece of coal. But didn't realize that there was a diamond inside of you. Glory to God. And there were some things that, that had to be purged. And there were some things that had to be chiseled off of you. But there was a pearl. There was a diamond. Glory to God. That's, there was a diamond. There was a diamond. You are a diamond in God's eye, Pastor Tori. You are a diamond. Glory be to God. Bright and shining, declaring His word. Glory be to God. I see, a, I, see a, I see a trail of women following you. I see a trail of women following you. You look at the back of You see a trail. I see a trail of women following you. When He elevates you and He begins to expand your platform, they're coming. They're coming. And that's why your daughter has to be ready. Because they're coming. It's going to be like a tag team ministry. It's going to be like, um, oh my God, what's her name?
Many don't even know how you made it this far. But God has made the breath beneath your wings. Hallelujah. Elevation is yours. Elevation is yours. Begin to write the things you see. Even, even begin to pray for interpretations of what you see. I'm hearing them say, study the book of Revelations. Study the book of Revelations. The end times. That he gives you interpretations of that. And we know that Revelations go back and forth with the book of Daniel. So you have more than just the women that's following you, but there's, there's a, yeah. When God puts you on TV, don't you hold back. Don't you hold back, Pastor Tori. Don't you hold back, even, even if they take you off the show.
thank you. Because you're never the same in this place. You're never the same, Father. We thank you, Father God. Seal every prophetic word. Father, has been released in this place. God, seal your word itself, God. God, let your people know that the King of God lives within them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. It's not meat or drink. It's not about all these, all these other things of formalism. Father God, traditions of men, God. But it's joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, Father. We thank you, God, that you trust us where the kingdom of God can rest in us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, as we go forth, God, matter of fact, bring, bring the three up here so we can pray for them. Uh, Y'all come on forward. Come on. Come on, so we pray. Come on. You staying home? No. Oh, okay. I, you, I didn't hear you the rest okay. of the word. What you said. You want to anoint them at What's that? Now I said y'all was gonna be fire starters. So don't be afraid to start fires. In the Holy Ghost. You hear me? I don't know where everybody's levels at in God. Some are going for the first time, some I don't know. You've been there, you've probably seen those that are true to the wall, and some who may not be true to the wall. Don't y'all conform. Do not conform. You gotta walk away from it, and that's what you do. But you stand up and you arise for righteousness. Amen. Amen. I like my each one. I'm testing myself. I have it every year. It's to go expecting God to do something amazing. Like whatever you think of right now that you're expecting. Their mind, God, that it is open to receive everything that you have in 
inside of them. God, and we ask that you pour into them, God, so much of your spirit that, God, they decrease, God, and you increase in every area of their life. And, God, we declare in the name of Jesus that when they come back to Greenville, South Carolina, that, Father God, their walk and their talk yes. is different, God. Yes, that, God, that even the way they see things is different, God. I thank you, God, that they are chosen, God, and that they are equipped, Lord God. You are equipping them right now, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for healing and the completion, God. In the name of Jesus, God, that you would complete the good work. God, a new healing, God, deliverance, Father God. And God, that it pours out on their homes, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, I bless you in advance. We bless you in advance. For this gauntlet trip, Lord God, we will remember this moment. That their lives will forever be changed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
them together. I mean, highly situated and all that great stuff. So, Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you, God. We thank you. Thank you, God, that as we leave, everything that you did today, God, that it goes forth with us, Lord God. Goes forth to our home, Lord God, to their home, God. And it goes forth, Lord God, on the workplace, God, that you continue to do the great work that you did today. God. We love you. We adore you in this place. Kingdom Renovators is grateful for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.